Hello, hello, all my bitches and hoes. Hello, hello, all my bitches, bitches, hoes, hoes. Hello, hello, all my bitches and hoes. Hello, hello, all my bitches, bitches, hoes, hoes. So I think we missed our calling in song composure as opposed to podcasting. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Stop cleaning the toilets. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Drop the mic. Songwriter. I like I'm a beat mic. dropper. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We should go on like America's Got Talent. Hell yeah. Anyways, welcome back to this week's episode of Coffee and Canoodle. I'm Laura. And I'm Holly. And we've been gone for a really long time. And we're going to use this episode to explain why. <laughs> we were doing so good, too. Like, so good. And then I don't know what happened. Uh, I know what happened. <sighs> what happened? I'm gonna tell the noodles what happened. Oh God, what a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, it's been a shit show. The end of the year was not great. I'm sure it hasn't been great for most people. If I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you, but it all started. So last episode, if you all tuned in, we talked about Black Friday. Am I right? And how much fun it was gonna be. Yes. And the time we had. <laughs> and did we have such a good time on Black Friday? Oh, my God. It was so much fun sitting on my couch wondering if I caught COVID. <laughs> it was so much fun. Did you have a good time without me? Oh, yes, but it's never the same. You're Luckily, I had my Alyssa with us, our other friend, the third friend. She she was a trooper, and she came out with me, but it was not the same without the Natolis. There we go. Yeah, because me and my mom both had to skip. Basically, long story short... Uh, I had been exposed by my boyfriend. Uh, we're going to call our boyfriends the life ruiners. That's what we've mm-hmm. decided that they are. They're life yep. ruiners. Ruined um, lives. Yeah, he exposed me to COVID. Uh, so, And I was still testing negative, but obviously can't go Black Friday shopping. So I stayed home and I was like, I feel fine. I'm not even sick. And then like, I was like, I'm going to make the most of today. So me and my mom, my mom stayed home with me. You know, I was like, I'm going to do some online shopping. And like, I was feeling fine. I was online shopping. And then I was like, oh, I got to take a break. I'm getting a headache around 12. And then nighttime came. And I was like, I definitely have a fever. (laughs) And then the next morning I tested positive. So thank the Lord I didn't go Black Friday shopping. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, you can come. (laughs) I know. I was like, I was like, you think I'm good? I think I'm good. Like, I'm testing negative. I'm fine. (laughs) Good thing we had the voice of a, re- a voice of reason, Alyssa, who was like, I don't know if it's a good idea. <laughs> I know. No, she's she's absolutely, absolutely right. And thank God that Justin tested that night because he tested Thanksgiving Eve. I'm sorry, Thanksgiving night, Black Friday Eve. And if he hadn't tested that night, I would have went Black Friday shopping. So thank God that we double checked. But yeah, so basically I got COVID. It wasn't great. It was a pretty... It was a pretty bad case. Obviously, it could have been a lot worse, but I'm here now. I'm fine. I'm well. Everything is dandy. Um, And then what happened after that, huh? (laughs) Well, okay, wait. I'm not going to jump into what happened most recently, but when she was out with COVID, I basically took over the business for the week, and I had several, several mental breakdowns and panic attacks because every single fucking day of the week she was out with COVID and when she was out, she was like not there. Like she wasn't on her phone that much. She was sleeping a lot. You know, her fever was running high. She could not be like 
like mentally present at for some of those days. So I didn't really have anybody to vent to, which was hilarious because people would be like, how's Laura doing? And then I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but how are you doing? Because they fucking <laughs> knew that I was struggling. Every single day we had a call out and I had several panic attacks. And I was like, I'm going to fucking throw this business in the fucking trash. And nobody called out because of COVID. They called out for other bullshit reasons. A stomach bug, throwing up, this, that, the third. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. I'm so glad we're allowed to curse on this podcast because I'm yeah. just spewing all this, all this pent up fucking Gotta get it out frustration. Get it out. So then Laura returned and she had like long COVID for a while. So she was struggling to work. She was coughing all the time and like having trouble breathing. So it was a little bit of a nightmare making sure she was like good. And like, I was also stressed at one point, like one of the days she had COVID, I was convinced she was dead because she was sleeping all day. And <laughs> I like literally was texting all my friends and I was like, Laura died. Like we have to go help her. Like we have to go figure out if she's dead. Like, and people were like, what the fuck? You need to relax. Everyone's like, she's not dead. She's sleeping. <laughs> Alyssa was like, she's not dead. Like, again, voice of reason. And I was like, Laura, are you dead? And then she Marco, like, she sent me a Marco Polo, you know, the video chat. She was like, I'm just sleeping. I'm not dead. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't great. And then December was an absolute shit show. Because, like I said, Laura had long COVID. Our employees were calling out nonstop. They were just honestly they were shit and if any of them listen to this they know it because I made it clear that they were shit yeah. <laughs> and then on Christmas the uh, it was like the week of Christmas like the week before Laura started to get this weird rash and she was like oh this is like weird like I'm getting a rash and I was like oh maybe it's like a new detergent like so weird <laughs> <laughs> so we go to work one of the days and like all of a sudden she's like covered in fucking red hives and I'm like okay maybe maybe like this is all more over than, my body maybe this is more than just a detergent issue <laughs> <laughs> so then on Christmas Eve we made it through my birthday at least we did that but I can't yes, like that was I, the one thing that we did yes because I wanted to I wanted to go out for my birthday. I wanted to do karaoke. I had planned on it. I had my songs written down. I had a, a Spotify playlist of all the songs I wanted. I was practicing them in the car yeah. the whole bit. And then, like, obviously, ugh, Megatron really just got crazy. So I was like, okay, we're just going to, like, have a small gathering at the apartment. Um, but at least everybody was good for that. Nobody was sick. Actually, one of our friends ha uh, didn't come because he ended up having COVID. But luckily he didn't come. So nobody else got it. But um, <laughs> we made it through that. And then like literally days later, Laura started getting this rash. And then on Christmas Eve, she texts me or calls me, whatever she does. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to the hospital because <laughs> I have a fever. And this rash is like not going to I think I texted fever. you when I was in the hospital. I was like, I was like, oh, my God. I literally texted Holly and I was like. OMG, I'm in the emergency room and the really hot doctor just had to look at my fat stomach and my hairy thighs. <laughs> Literally. I and then it was followed by, and I really have to pee and I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, because they stuck an IV in my hand, which I'm like, why the fuck do I have an IV? They gave me an IV because my freaking heart rate was high. I was like, yeah, I'm in the hospital on Christmas Eve. Of course my heart rate's high. I know, right? Um, so I was like, I have to pee, but I have this stupid IV in my hand. 
um, which well, like my hands the were, all-knowing answer. So yeah, my hands were getting poked right and left because I also I did go and get the monoclonal antibody treatment, which they had to fucking poke me in the hand for, um, which it did help a lot. So if anybody's hella sick with COVID, go get that antibody treatment if it is available near you. Uh, PSA. I'm blowing Steve kisses. Is sorry, just Carvel. Steve, wait, what'd you say? You said no ice cream. Now nah, you guys are gonna feel like shit after eating that. Come uh, on, he's right. Though. I offered you ten sexual favors. Ten. Laura can't give you any sexual favors. I can give you friend favors. She can watch me give you sexual favors. <laughs> Is that what he wants? <laughs> You're fucked up, honestly. Um, what the fuck? He's sick. No. He was like, it's my ultimate desire to get sexual favors for both of you. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> sick fuck. So just to fill you guys in on what just happened, I feel like our podcasts are always all over the place, but that's our brand. So all over the place. It's all right. I texted him earlier because our local Carvel has buy one, get one free Sundays on Wednesdays, even though I probably would have gotten a dasher. <laughs> it's fine. Me too. So I, I texted- also want a dasher. <laughs> so I texted Steve while he was out and I said, how many sexual favors will you need to bring Carvel to both me and Laura? And he said, 10, approximately five from each of you. So I said, will you accept all 10 from me? And he said, nah. <laughs> and this all stemmed because I've been trying to bribe Justin with sexual favors for Carvel, but he will not give in. He does not give in for the sexual favors because he doesn't love me. And that is not the case with Steve because even just yesterday he bought me dinner for a quickie. Um, it wasn't even a quickie. It was like 20 minutes, but you know, but so jealous of your dynamic yeah yeah literally he and 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 it was funny because i've ordered it from grubhub and he was like i'll just give you cash so i go to bed that last night and i still didn't receive it but i was like it is what it is not a big deal and then i woke up this morning and there was cash on my nail desk (laughs) (gasps) yo he should have left it on your nightstand like a hooker (laughs) i should have he left it there with my car keys because he's been borrowing my car so he like left the car keys and the 20 dollar bill there (laughs) Yo, that's funny. You are a prostitute. I know. I'm a hustler. You are. Yeah, You're it. a hustler. You have a, love, you have a third job. Love being a hustler. Um, but anyway, sorry. Going back to our story. So yeah, so Laura's in the hospital Christmas Eve with a fever and everything, and obviously, like we don't know. I mean, she had just gotten over COVID only a few weeks prior, but we weren't sure if it was like covid again or yeah i thought it something could be else that, or like i i read online which i'd heard before like if you have a fever over a hundred a hundred point four if you have a fever over 100.4 and you have a rash go to the er because it could be bacterial you it could turn really bad really fast but i waited i mine was at like 100.8 and i was like nah i'm good and then i woke up to on christmas eve and it was like 101.5 or something and i was like fuck okay. and like the rash had spread everywhere so i was like fuck I have to go, but I didn't even like tell anybody I was going. Like I literally texted Holly like after I'd already been there for like two hours. <laughs> I know this bitch. I was like, hey, I was like what the, the fuck, hot doctor took my fat stomach. Oh my god! I know. I was like, <laughs> I don't uh, want to worry you. You thought I died. That's true. You know I have anxiety, so you tiptoe around my feelings. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for them to tell me like you're good, you can go home, which they were very non-informative. I basically went there, got examined by a hot doctor, and then like he. He he made me pull up my robe in all the wrong places. It just wasn't not not anything sexual. But again, he looked at my fat stomach and I didn't shave my legs. And he wanted to look at my fucking legs and my thighs. I was like, oh my god, I'm so hairy. I love like how the hair Sasquatch is what made you, over here. I really love how the hair is what made you insecure, and not the fact that your body was covered in a fucking rash. 
<laughs> well, he's a doctor. He's seen rashes, but like my legs. Oh, are but hairy, hairy legs. God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> you have some hairy Listen, legs. <laughs> I look like fucking like Bigfoot's younger sister. Like my legs are very hairy. <laughs> it just wasn't men, good. Some men like that. I haven't shaved my you know what in a while, and Steve don't give a shit. Well, anyways, I was very insecure, but yeah, I didn't get any answers. They basically were like, this definitely isn't COVID. We don't know what it is. Um, have a good day. <laughs> Literally. Here's, here's this IV. Um, so basically we couldn't see each other for Christmas because again, we didn't know. I asked the hospital, was it contagious? They couldn't give me a clear cut answer. So I didn't see anybody for Christmas. And so me and Holly couldn't exchange. So once again, another of our traditions got ruined. Yes. So then... I go to work the following Monday. Christmas is on a Saturday. I go to work the following Monday and I'm working and, and, and I'm working with Steve and one of our employees. And while we were working, all of a sudden she goes, oh, I feel, I feel a little nauseous. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. And I was like, oh, all right. But she's like a serial puker. So I was like, probably, no, you know, nothing because she always pukes. You know how some people just puke a lot? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm a serial puker. It's fucking weird. Well, you puke a lot when you're drunk, but she like some people just yeah. puke like like your brother is actually a serial puker. Like if he yeah. mixes the wrong combination of foods or if he has too much of an energy drink or something like he's puking. Yeah, you want me? True. I have like an iron stomach. Like I do not throw up for fucking shit. Um, if anything, it's like my downfall in life because sometimes <laughs> I'm like if I've, I'll get really nauseous from having IBS and like I'm like, I just want to puke it out. But no, this gag reflex is not existent. Yeah. That's why Steve loved me. You I was going to say, that's why you get items for sexual favor. That's why I receive food for blowjob. No. <laughs> Listen, it's always, gotta eat. it's always in the in the form of food, I feel like. But anyway, so. um, So, yeah, so she was like, um, yeah, I'm not feeling good, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. So then she goes home. She calls me later that night. Oh, you know, I'm puking way more than normal. Uh, and I have a slight fever. Like, I don't know what's up. And I was like, oh, well, fuck, that's not great. Okay. Do you want to come to work tomorrow? And she was like, no, like, I really don't feel good. So I'm like, okay, understandable. Why don't you go get a COVID test just so we could all make sure? Because obviously COVID is spiking. So I made her go get a COVID test. So Tuesday I go to work. I feel fine. Wednesday I go to work. I feel fine. She couldn't get her COVID test until Wednesday. I'm literally working with Steve and my father in a client's house when I get a text. So my COVID test came back positive <laughs> from her. And I was literally with her two days prior. And I was like, fuck, I'm done for. I got it. I know it. I'm done. Like, I just knew it. I just literally knew it. And I was like, I got to like, I got to go home. So I literally I'm like crying and I'm shaking and I'm scared because I'm like, I don't fucking know what to expect. Like, this is terrifying. So I immediately go to get a test at a local school, one of the local schools. And, um, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to, I guess, quarantine myself until I know for sure. So Thursday comes, I wake up and I'm like, kind of feeling like like blah but like not sick so I was like oh, I think I'm I think I'm fine and then all of a sudden I was filming a YouTube video I was planning actually I was doing a flip through YouTube video and all of a sudden like I started to like forget what I was saying like I literally was like oh my what god it's happening and then all of a sudden I started to get really dizzy and I was like I'm sorry guys like I literally was like speaking in the YouTube video like I don't feel good all of a sudden and I was like this is not great and then all of a sudden I got really cold which because I'm chunky I don't get cold Ever. So the fact that I got cold, I was like, fuck, this is not a good sign, <laughs> like at all. So 
I was like, I definitely have it. Like, I definitely 100%. I just knew it. I just knew that I had it. So then, obviously, I wake up. I was, I was like, really, like, laid out for, like, about four or five hours. And I was super fucking nauseous, like, and dizzy and lightheaded and just, like, I, like, felt like I was going to throw up. But, of course, I didn't. So I had a sleeve of saltines, like, a whole fucking sleeve because I didn't eat that day. And all of a sudden, I started to feel better. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I feel a little bit better. <laughs> and then I woke up Friday morning and I received a text literally from the Department of Health <laughs> saying, like, you have COVID. Uh... Like, kill yourself. <laughs> but basically, like, like isolate yourself immediately and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, okay, uh... I'm, already, I'm already isolated. You could calm down. Okay. But um, so, yeah, I ended up having it. And it, I, it was actually weird because I felt better having the answer and knowing that yes. I had it. I understand that 100%. Yeah. The not yeah. knowing part is the worst, I feel like. It, it really is. Like, once I knew I had COVID, I was like, okay, now I know what I need to do to, ha- to like, treat it, handle it. But the good thing is that I didn't even have to do anything because I was practically asymptomatic, um, except for feeling, like, kind of laid out on that Thursday. I didn't get sick after that. I didn't spike a fever at all. Uh, my body temperature went up slightly, but I never developed a fever. Just kind of dealt with like a headache and some like grogginess, um, some muscle pain, like especially back pain and shit like that for like maybe three or four days. And then I started to feel better, like, you know, for like a couple of days after that, like up until like day 11 or 12 after my after testing positive, I couldn't like do too much physical activity because like I would get dizzy and start sweating. So it wasn't like super fun. But then you know, but overall I was fine. Like I wasn't laid out. I was available like through Marco Polo and texting for Laura because Laura also was, it was a fucking nightmare guys. It was a nightmare. It was the same thing. It was every single day, but this time it was for COVID exposures or this or that. And in some cases it was more than one person in a day. (laughs) So like we were down, like out of, there was 11 of us at the time and we were down to like two, two people left. Yeah, I was literally Marco Poloing Holly, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go clean fucking alone." <laughs> like that's I know. Where I, I was, was tell- at. I was telling Laura, I was like, "Cancel the clients, cancel the clients. You're gonna kill yourself." And she was like, "No, I'm going." And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I was so stubborn. I was like, "I will not shut this business down." Because we had talked about it. We were like, "Should we shut this business down for a little bit?" But I w- had just been out of work for like so long from being sick. And I'm finally feeling better and feeling able-bodied. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do as many clients as I can, which we obviously did have to cancel a lot of our clients, which sucked. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. And let me tell you guys, owning a business is hard in general. Owning a business during a pandemic feels like trying to breathe underwater. Like, that's literally what it feels like. It is a nightmare between and, like, getting real for a second, getting real deep. But, like... The employee callouts were a fucking nightmare, like we said. And even now, it's like, you know, back then, like, and let's be real, all bosses do it. Like, if you called out, you had to be dying. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they weren't accepting it. You know what I mean? Or you had to get a doctor's note or this. And now it's like somebody calls out with a sniffle and you're like, okay, well, I guess I have to honor this. But it's like getting a little like, it's definitely not black and white. People like to shit on bosses and like, you know, the higher ups of a company and blah, blah, blah. But let's be real. Everybody has done it. They've called out when they're not really sick. And in the time of COVID people are taking advantage and our particular company, we employ a few youngins who are still finding their way. So like, I'm not trusting everybody. 
Yeah. But you know what sucks? That's like, I know, like, I don't trust these people, but because we're in a pandemic, we have to take everybody's word. We have to. Yes. And otherwise we're irresponsible. Otherwise we're assholes. We're the bad people. We're putting people at risk and all that stuff. And people don't take that into consideration. Uh, I feel like unless you're a fellow business owner, then you kind of understand it a little bit more. But this is something that has been extremely difficult. And then for the past maybe month and a half or so, the client cancellations have been fucking through the roof off the charts. And I don't know why they're always so last minute. It drives me crazy. And I am going to bitch about it right here and now. So brace yourselves. But like, I just cannot stand. We had a couple of clients text us while we were confirming a few like like 12 hours prior to their cleaning oh hey just reminding you that we're coming there tomorrow and they would be like oh yeah i had covid for like i'm on day five of covid so like i have to cancel i'm like so why didn't you fucking tell us when you tested positive on day one (laughs) like guys or my favorite is i'm on vacation oh yeah that's my favorite i'm on vacation i'm like you didn't think to fucking tell us you're on vacation like it's, what if what what if I just went on vacation and didn't fucking show up to your house? Or the or sometimes we'll just get the whole I have to cancel. We get that a lot, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so please, yep. like whatever okay, people, like please, if you are getting a haircut, if you have an appointment for a haircut, if you have an appointment for a grooming with your dog, if you have a fucking nail appointment, a cleaning lady appointment, if uh the electrician is supposed to come and you can't have them. Give them the damn courtesy of giving them advance notice of canceling because every time a last minute cancellation happens, that hairstylist is not going to be able to fill your slot. And now she's standing there twiddling her thumbs and not making money. That nail tech is doing the same. Me and Laura, when it happens to us, we are struggling to we're texting other monthly clients trying to fill that slot last minute because otherwise we have a gap that we have to pay. I can't just stop my employees payroll because you canceled. Yep. So now we're either paying them for this time to where they're just sitting around or we're cutting their hours last minute which i feel awful doing but sometimes we have to do it because we're just like sorry guys you gotta yeah. go home and our canceled the employees we have now they want to work like they want they want the hours they want the money like we all need money and life life in general is getting way more expensive than it's ever been and especially if you're in new york like you're living in a box unless you're working 24 7 so like yeah you know definitely it's been tough it's been tough running the business and I feel like me and Laura have just been really like it felt for a while like we were trying to breathe underwater. I finally feel a little bit of relief because we've been making some changes since the start of the new year. And there are more changes that we will be making, um, you know, that are going to help us kind of launch forward. But I just I really hope that <laughs> like it stays calm because it's definitely been tough. And so that's why. We haven't recorded, (laughs) you know, just all that, just, you know, just all that little bit of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been tough. It's been like really crazy and we, it's upsetting because we, I really felt like we were doing so well for a while and we discovered virtual recording and, you know, we were like, oh, we're going to make a guest list and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. We haven't had a chance to do any of it. Um, Plus like dealing with our own mental struggles in the height of all of this definitely um, put us back a little bit. So we um, are happy to be back. Yes. Honestly, it feels good just to be recording right now. And we're going to try to stick with weekly, I believe. No, oh, yeah, we're definitely doing weekly. Yeah, we're going to do weekly. So we are going to need some guests. So I know I say this every week, but please, if you are interested in being a guest, we do it virtual. 
reach out to us. All you need is uh, headphones that have a microphone, which almost every pair of headphones does. Even those like ones that come with your iPhone have a little microphone attached. Um, let us know, or if there's something that you want us to talk about, we're going to be doing weekly episodes. So, yeah, you could even you know, give us, us ideas. Like, yeah. You can DM us on Instagram. You could send us an email just be like, Oh, Hey, like I want to talk about this or I need advice on this. Or can you just talk about this? Or I'd love to hear an episode about that. Like whatever. We're easy to deal with. <laughs> we don't bite unless you want us to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll bite Carvel. So, uh, Steve! I want ice cream. I'll lick your pee your pee pee head. Hello? Yeah, he's just not even answering now. Yeah, he he's not gonna do it. Freaking um Steve also has been a godsend this whole time because he was filling in when we were getting a lot of call outs and it thank God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, thank we God got him. we got very, very because he he doesn't work right now. Like he works he his job is like a summer well not summer they start in like March and they work through to like early December um so in the off months he helps out a lot and it's been fucking amazing and fantastic yeah so thank god for him he gets extra blowjobs but even <laughs> even extra extra blowjobs if I got some Carvel these are like noise canceling headphones. So even if he is talking, like I can't hear it. He's definitely talking. He's saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But yeah, honestly, we just wanted to like kind of make this quick episode to just tell you guys, <laughs> complain, that <laughs> no, just tell you guys why we weren't here and um, apologize for not being here. But we're going to. Like I said, try to post weekly. We're going to try to get more consistent on Instagram. So definitely make sure you following us over there. And be sure, we never say this. We have to remember to say to rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, yes. And tell us we're pretty. Oh, my God. Tell us that we're pretty. Yes, most important part. And that we're Um, funny. And that we're funny. Eh, I don't even really care about that. I just want to be pretty. That's fair. Um... And smart. If you tell me I'm smart, oh god, amazing compliments. I'm mostly pretty. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, so definitely head over. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're even on SoundCloud. And you can leave like a fun review for us. So we have like five of them. They're all five stars. So oh if you god. fuck that up, I'll fucking kill you. I know we're gonna get some freaking jackamoot that's like Winstar. You're not as funny as you think. Yeah, I know, right? I don't even think I'm funny. I just talk and then some of you find it funny. But we need to get Tracy back on here because she is funny. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, all the episodes of Tracy, those are the ones that people like. And I'm like, I get it. Tracy, we got to get her in like once a month. Tracy. She's got to be like yes. a part-time host where she comes in like every fourth week and just fucking yes. tells us about her life. <laughs> exactly. No, Tracy's the best. We'll definitely, we should talk we'll to her about her that. On. Yeah. Well, yeah we'll, She'll we, definitely. we should text her. We should text her about that. I don't think we had a advice segment prepared, but I thought of something that I want to share with the noodles that we do, which you actually got me into this. Oh, what is it? Tell me more. So basically, Holly, as of last year, told me that she always has a word of the year. She has a word for the new year that she uses and tries to implement this word into her life. And ironically, we both picked the same word this year, which we didn't even choose to do this. It would just happen to be that we were like, what's your word? And we had the same exact word. And that word is 
proactive. And Holly actually looked up the definition for proactive, and we're not talking about the skincare regimen. Do you know what the definition was offhand? Oh, man. I want to go get uh, – hold on. I'm going to go get my planner because I have the definition there. So just, okay. like, put some elevator music on when you edit this. <laughs> okay. Or just do, 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 do. Did I just hear that right? Did I just hear that right? Yep, because he said, I'll fuck you because you look cute with those glasses on. Or I want to fuck you. And I said, well, I'll fuck you if you get me Carvel. And he said, I'll think about it. Oh, but that doesn't mean he's getting me Carvel. Come on. All right. He'll, he'll get you Carvel. It's fine. No, he won't. It's I know. You reap, the, you reap all the benefits of my boyfriend without actually dating him. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm, I'm. You're fucking rude. He I'm sick of you anyway. He'll do sexual favors, but not for Carvel. What? What good does that do me? Yeah, we don't like we don't like sex anyway. Come on. <laughs> Fuck it. He's just laughing. Fuck no, it. you know what? I'm sick of you reaping all the benefits of my boyfriend, and you're not the <laughs> one that has to put out. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping you wouldn't catch on to this. Fuck me for being too sexy. No, <laughs> I, I know. Fuck you for your sexy granny glasses. You look like fucking. You look like you eat hard candies. In those literally, glasses. literally. Steve was like, "You look, you look, you look really cute in them glasses. I want to fuck you." And I was like, "I'll fuck you for Carvel." And he was like, "Okay, I'll think about it." My God, he's not gonna come all the way to me. Honestly, I'm gonna, I'm about to door dash some fucking Carvel. I'm not even kidding. You act like you're fucking ten miles away. Yeah, but Carvel's two feet from you guys. I'm very far. I know. I hear you. I hear you. I, I you probably would ask. though. But anyway, let's go back to the word proactive. Yes. Can you read me this definition? I made this super cute planner spread that I'm going to post as the episode announcement. Ooh, I love it. And I laminated it, so it looks hella cute. Ooh. So, this is the page, Laura. (gasps) Cute. And I laminated it. I laminated it. Flowers. So it says one little word and then it says proactive on my planner spread, which you guys will see. So be sure to follow us on IG. We'll plug that later. And okay, so it is an adjective and it says creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it has happened. So basically so good. So good. It's so good. So basically someone who is proactive is someone who is ready. Or even, like, manipulate, not manipulates, but, like, is able to control a situation as opposed to waiting for something to happen and then having to deal with it then. So, someone who is proactive, like, is always ready. They're always ready for what is going to happen. In fact, they're the ones who make it happen. Right. So, that is what I want to do. Basically... So I wrote like on the spread, it says how, why, and then when and where. So how I will be proactive is that I will try to always be prepared for any situation and initiate positive change in all areas of my life. So I'm always going to try to be in control and always try to initiate positive change. And then it says, I chose proactive because I want to stop waiting for things to happen and instead take control of the situation before it actually happens. So I don't want to be a control freak but right but it is important to always be prepared always be ready because I felt like last year I was just reacting to everything and I don't want to have to do that this year I want to be able to 
change the, the, the course of what is going to happen by preparing ahead of time. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Because it's like, <clears throat> I feel like, for example, with the business, when things go wrong, instead of scrambling last minute to figure out how we're going to fix situations, if we are more prepared ahead of time, there's going to be no need to scramble because we take care of problems before they even happen. Exactly. We prevent problems, prevent problems from even happening by being proactive. Exactly. So, and I feel like last year was a big stepping stone for me and for you as individuals in our growth professionally, as bosses, as even as girlfriends, as, 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 as daughters, like as all that we are, we've, we've, our growth has been exponential because we weren't proactive enough, but in doing that, we've learned what we need to do to be more proactive. Oh, 100%. And, and like, I, I mentioned this to my therapist because I was telling him about how I don't really set new year's resolutions and it's not that I don't believe in them. I'm not shitting on them or anything, but I feel like I always set these new year's resolutions and then I never follow through. <laughs> so I As like does to do, most of the world. Right. Exactly. So I like to do smaller goals, like weekly goals or even like yearly goals, but like things that are more attainable. Like I'm not gonna, I don't want to, I don't want my new year's resolution to be like lose a hundred pounds. I want it to be try to cook four days a week, try to cook five days a week or cook healthier meals. Or, um, you know, uh, like last year, one of my goals was to find a therapist and I did. That's like a reasonable goal. I know. Right. That was like a reasonable goal. Or, you know, I try to set my goals more as like, um, as opposed to like the destination, like the road I'm going to travel to get there. That makes sense. That's what I try to make the goal to be. So instead of saying like, oh, I want to lose like 100 pounds, it's more like, oh, I want to go to the gym three days a week. Like that's a better resolution. You know what I mean? Or goal. So that's honestly a more proactive goal. Yeah. Because like you can have a goal, but if you don't know how you're getting to that goal, are you even going to get there? Yeah, exactly. So um, the word is instead of a resolution, the word is like, it it is kind of like a resolution, like what you're going to like what you're going to do in the new year, like what, I I don't know how to explain it. Like, basically I always like to go back and look at this word and figure out how I'm implementing it in areas of my life. And it's important to revisit it. So last year I did this too. Um, I chose the word consistency and every like month or so, and I'm in, I'm obviously like in the planner community pretty intensely so a lot of my planner friends would be like check on your word like how are you doing and it gives you the option to like reflect on this word and figure out like how you're implementing it in your daily life how you're incorporating it into everything that you do and you get to see your progress which is really really cool and reflect on the progress you made so last year I chose the word consistency and I did fall off at the end of the year with a lot of things because obviously life and you you guys just got the whole spiel about that. Um, But like in the beginning of the year, I was nailing it. I was posting every single day to try to grow my Instagram account. We were posting on TikTok a lot. We were, you know, constantly just like we were being really consistent with all different things. And um, so now this year, I definitely want to make sure I'm like looking back and reflecting and seeing how I've been proactive, how I can be more proactive. And this is something I think everybody should do. My therapist fucking loved it when I told him. Oh, yeah. 
He was like, this I is- loved it when you told me. I was like, I gotta do this. Yeah, he was like, this is like amazing. It's so it's so attainable and realistic, and like, you know, it's so it's such a good thing to you know. And some people choose simpler words like proactive. I feel like I always choose these crazy words, but some people choose things like faith, like because they just want to like have more faith or um, grace, like they want to do more things with grace. You know what I mean, and stuff like that, or believe, and you know, some people just have like very simple words. And, um, you know, if you're choosing a simple word, it's pretty easy to follow through or, you know, it can be if you keep reminding yourself. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's stuff. That's a good that's a good little tidbit there, Laura. Thank you. Yeah. I Monday like morning should have a have a word to live by because it's yeah. so much, it, like you said, it's so much more attainable. Like people always yeah. set these crazy goals for themselves. And then the second that they fail, they feel bad and yeah. they don't follow through. But it's like exactly. just think of one word, one word that's going to lead you to the goals that you want. It's doable. And it feels good. Like, it feels good to have your word and be like, all right, I'm going to try really fucking hard to like make to like make this word proud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And it does feel good to see if you're like doing it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. And like, obviously me making, I made like a little planner page dedicated to the word. And that's, that's so cute. Yeah. You, well, you, you said you were going to do it, right? You got to do it. Yeah. I'm not being very proactive. I didn't make my planner spread word. Yeah. Right. You got it. You slacking. <clears throat> slack you know what I have? See, I am being proactive though. I made a planner spread for every single week so far. Yeah. I'm trying to be more organized. Yes, we we already did that. We trimmed some dead weight from our company. We um have been like a lot more organized, I think, and getting stuff done. Like, yes, yes. Like and we've been like instead of like for example, instead of waiting for a complaint to come in, we're doing some refreshing with some of our staff members like on different aspects of the cleaning, not because we got a complaint, but because we just feel like it's time. That yeah. is being proactive. You know what I mean? Exactly. That is anticipating a situation that could happen and just like nipping it in the butt right before it even does. Love it. So we're already killing it. We've been like adding it to the schedule. We've been just nailing it already. And I feel <laughs> definitely good and I hope that it gets better from here. Um, you know, and I'm definitely going to try to keep my hopes high, you know what I'm saying? Me too. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a good year for coffee and canoodles too. We're going to have tons of guests. We're going to freaking hopefully get no more dick pics this year from women. (laughs) Right. It's going to be a good year. (laughs) It it is. And, and, and I'm, if you guys have a word, leave it on the comments for this most recent episode announcement. It's a great idea. Yeah, because I'm curious to know what your word is. You don't got to make a fancy planner spread. Just pick your word. You know what I mean? Even yeah, like you can think you of it on, right now. You could even put it on a sticky note on your fridge if you want to be reminded of it. Oh, or like yeah, I'm a, sticky note, a sticky note on your mirror. You know what I mean? Like in the bathroom in the morning. Like just to remember, like take on the day and keep this word in mind. Like whatever word it is. So and good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, good advice. I'm going to put that shit on my fridge. Yes. Yes. I think you totally should. And that, I honestly, I should do it. I was thinking the bathroom mirror, but maybe I should do the fridge because I'm there more often. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, I like, although I pee a lot. So, you know, maybe pa- I'll put it on both. My pantry cabinet is probably the best place because, like, I'm oh, constantly yeah. up in there. But <laughs> just, like, put it at, like, the Taco Bell drive through Be like, can I stick this here? <laughs> right? Just leave it there. <laughs> but, yeah. Or you could even have it, like, in your phone, like, as your background, like, on your lock screen or something. So every time you open your phone, you can see it. So there's plenty of options. But um, if nothing else, just pick that word and think about it and reflect 
And let us know if you pick a word on our latest Instagram post. I will post an episode announcement. You can follow us on Instagram. Nice transition. At Coffee and Canoodles. You can follow me on Instagram at Laura Anatoly. And if you want to find me and see my stupid TikToks, which, by the way, I posted a TikTok dance to Instagram and I lost five followers. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? So That's all you so rude. All you fucks who unfollow me can fuck yourselves. <laughs> you know what it is, Holly? You know what it is? They saw that video and they were fucking intimidated. They were like, damn, this Get bitch is jelly. killing it. She, they're so jealous. They're like, I will never be able to learn that dance. And they were like, <laughs> hate unfollow because they're fucking jealous. Right? That's For what real. it is. So if you don't want to be an idiot like them, you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> They're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this <laughs> idiot? Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at planning and polish. And make sure you also, while you're at it, go follow our business Instagram at chores and more and follow us on TikTok. We got a business TikTok uh, at chores and more, which we got a client to be in a TikTok video today with us. And it was amazing. Epic truly epic literally she's like prego about to pop and she was like i'll be in your tiktok i was like yes it was amazing it was literally amazing so yeah get be sure to find us on all them channels and show us some love and like i said our dms are always open our email is always open coffee and canoodles at gmail.com and until we hear from you we're gonna hop on off of here Have a lovely evening and keep in touch. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye now. Bye.